Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshke, your host, and it's a blessing to be with you guys. I love it when you join me in the Word, and I've got a special guest today. I think it's a, a word that you can apply to your life. We're in a very special time and season of the year and just so blessed that you join me. Before I forget, though, I am gonna remind y'all to sign up for the Fire and Glory Conference, October 15th and 16th at the end of the hills. You have to register. You can do it on Facebook at Lueda Roshke Ministries or you can go to our website at lueda.org. I do believe that God is going to just show up and do what God does. We're, we're, gonna, have, we're gonna have times of extended worship and get in the word and prayer. And uh, I just believe it's one of these times that God said, I wanna meet with you. And we're gonna be talking about meeting with God today. In fact, we're gonna be talking about appointments with God. And I want to introduce my special guest, Lisa Davenport. Hi. Thank you for joining me today. Absolutely. Such a blessing. And she did it on short notice and she was uh, instant in season and out of season and ready to go. And I appreciate that. And, uh, but this, this woman has a lot of revelation uh, in, in many areas, but I particularly love the way that, uh, that Lisa, that you explain the Feast of the Lord, Rosh Hashanah, the 10 Days of Atonement, the special time that we're in right now because we just celebrated uh, Rosh Hashanah. Yes. The Jewish New Year, yeah, right? Well, it's God's New Year. Mm -hmm. It actually belongs to the Lord. He says, your year will begin on this day. Mm -hmm. And so we are in the month of Tishri and Rosh Hashanah or Yom Teruah or the first day of, of the year 5782 was yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and Shana Tova. Well, Shana Tova to you. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I like to, whenever I think about Rosh Hashanah, I like to pair it up with Revelations chapter four, verse one, because it talks about trumpets. Okay, and it says, after this I looked, this is the Amplified version. After this I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven. Don't you love that? A door, not a closed door. It's not closed. Closed, a, a door standing wide open. Yes. And the first voice which I heard, like the sound of a trumpet speaking with me, come up here. <laughs> Come up here uh, and I will show you what must take place after these things. So there's, I believe every, every year on Rosh Hashanah, I get this feeling that the spirit of God, that there's a, not only just a feeling, I feel it, uh, a fresh new uh, pulling up, drawing yes. up into his presence, a fresh new invitation yes. to come up higher. And, and that's when you need to just drop everything mm -hmm. and just say, okay, here I zero am. in. Yeah, zero we in, go in that open door. But the Feast of Trumpets um, is really cool. It, it's, it starts the 10 days of awe, but the Feast of Trumpets, and you just jump in here, but let me just share just a couple of things. Uh, the trumpets were made for the various callings in Israel, mm -hmm. calling of the assemblies, to cause the camps of Israel to move out, the calling of the princes, the blowing of alarms right, for war or enemy oppression. So they were warning the people. Or for days of gladness, for solemn assemblies, intercession, prayer, and fasting, a beginning of the months, 
All the feast days were announced by the sound of the blowing of trumpets. These trumpets were to keep God's times and seasons in the people's minds. Right, and the, the feasts are actually, you can throw the word feasts out um, and, and put in the appointments. These are the appointed times of God. And Feast of Trumpets, which is what we had yesterday, um, when you look at the feasts, they are the appointed times of God, and they're also very prophetic pictures. So the spring feasts, uh, they pointed to the first coming of Christ, Passover. He's our Passover lamb. He was celebrating Passover with the disciples. And he said, you know, when you do this Passover meal every year, do it in remembrance of me that I am the lamb that was slain. And so mm -hmm. it's so important for us to realize that these are prophetic pictures that we're looking uh, into when we look at the high holy days. And that's what this season is called. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles, these are called the High Holy Days of God. And they point to the second coming of Christ. When, uh, when that last trumpet blows, and the dead in Christ shall mm -hmm. rise first. That's something that we're all waiting for. And it's pointed to on the Feast of Trumpets. Now in Israel, they don't realize why they've been doing this for years. It's because God told them to. Mm -hmm. So they go, it's a, it's a holy day, it's a Sabbath, it's a Shabbat. So they rest all that day, but first they've got to go up and hear the trumpet. Mm -hmm. And we will, one of these days, hear the trumpet of the Lord. Yes. And we will enter into his rest uh -huh. and to the millennial reign. And that's a beautiful picture of what Feast of Trumpets is and that appointment, that appointed time with God. But it heralds, like you said, a time for us to enter into self-examination, mm -hmm. fasting, deny your flesh for a little mm -hmm. while, and dive in with the Lord and listen closely to him and these appointed times which we call the feasts of the Jews by the way nowhere in your word of God will it ever say the feast of the Jews they are referred to as the feasts of the Lord mm -hmm. and being um, just a girl from Kerrville that grew up Baptist I belong to the Lord and so the things of the Lord they have come to matter to me very much mm -hmm. and that's why I dive dive into these things my family looks at me and says well, you've become Jewish. No, I haven't. But I'm a little girl who was adopted by a Hebrew king. Mm -hmm. And I want in on anything that he wants to bring to me. And so a lot of people... Go well, ahead. when we're in Christ, we're engrafted into the vine. We, right. We've been brought into that covenant. Right. You know, and so uh, they... The their feast or our feast, right? You know, and so it, their it's, promises, right? Are our promises, yes, exactly, exactly. Right. So go right. ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, so to walk into these appointments with God, um, to skip them is a shame. It, it's mm -hmm. a shame to skip these things because if we all want to find that path, that ancient path of God, you know, or the ancient ways of God, we all flip through our Bible wishing we could unlock those terms, but along the way of our own life, he's called us to certain appointments. On this day, meet me in this way. On this mm -hmm. day, meet me in this way. And so if we pull aside with him at Feast of Trumpets and we spend that next 10 days, the, the 10 days where we're supposed to be uh, repenting mm -hmm. and looking at our life and getting closer to him the, w that lead up to the Day of Atonement, we are actually meeting with him on our path mm -hmm. where he told us to. And then my favorite high holy day, of course, is Feast of Tabernacles. It celebrates that God tabernacled 
among men. And isn't it says, that amazing? Yes. The Word became flesh. flesh and tabernacled among men. It, it points to the actual birth of Jesus. And the cool thing, well, and I, I get to look at these things. There is a holy day, a Shabbat, where you do no work on the first day. And, and there is one on the eighth day. It points to his birth and it points to the day of circumcision. Mm -hmm. It is such a cool time where God says, you will come out, you will be joyful. He demand, he commands, and you will be joyful. Yeah. So they, in Israel, they set up tents. They have really no idea why, other than they had to camp in the wilderness. And they, they, uh, they attest it to that. But the truth is God took on the temporary dwelling place of first the garden because he wanted to be near mankind. And then he was a cloud by day and a fire by night because he wanted to be with mankind. Mm -hmm. And then he allowed them to build a tabernacle mm -hmm. because he wanted to be with us. Right. And then yeah. Jesus died on a cross. Yeah, there you go. And, and lived in a human body, first of all. When you take deity, mm -hmm. divine God of the entire universe, mm -hmm. and he humbles himself to put on a flesh suit. Yeah to be with us yeah. and to redeem us to his father. Mm -hmm. That is something worth celebrating right. for a week outdoors with your family. So yeah. I love Feast of Tabernacles the most. That's yeah. why I dive into yeah. that so heartily. And when you pull away with the Lord, <laughs> you know, when you pull away with your husband, you really mm -hmm. connect. Mm -hmm. When you pull away with your, your family, you mm -hmm. know, on a daddy daughter date, mm -hmm. you really connect. When you pull away with the Lord at his appointed mm -hmm. times, mm -hmm. the, it's the word is moedim, and it doesn't, it's not feasts per se, although, yes, there's a lot of good eating. <laughs> it's the appointment with God. Yeah. When you pull away for these appointments, yeah. things change. If you're, if you're lacking direction in your life mm -hmm. and, and you haven't been meeting up with God on these pathway markers, yeah. chances are that's where your direction will come from. Yeah. It's just to get with him at these times when his word said, hey, get with me. Yeah, without without distractions. Without just you know, just okay. I am intentionally intentionally seeking the Lord, and mm -hmm. I want to hear from Him. And the, I mean, the whole Bible, uh, Lisa, is cover to cover Jesus. Yes, and what He did. And we're in the new covenant now because the Lord was unwilling to do without us. Right. You know, that's why. Jesus came. The lamb slain before the, the foundation. foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. There's so much beauty in that picture. He knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And he said, let there be light anyway. Mm -hmm. He went ahead and said, let there be light, knowing that the lamb of God would be slain yeah. in order to bring us back, back. to him. Mm -hmm. And it was worth it for yeah. him somehow. Yeah. I was worth it. Right. Right. He thought we were worth saving. He, There's he a song that says that. Yeah. to be yeah. with us. Yeah. And, and to think about the price that Jesus paid and how Jesus is in all these festivals. and uh, you, I mean, you can find him all through it. Right. 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 And he's the fulfillment of it all. Right. But the greatest thing to me is that in my mess, he still wanted 
to be right. with me. Right. And even when I mess up now, he still wants to exactly. be with me. And he says, there's a door standing open. Right. And I, I'm, I'm sounding the trumpet over you. Right. And I'm saying, come up higher, come up. Come up. You know, so if you're watching now or you, uh, Eve, as we're doing it live or later on, you go back or on the radio and you say, you know, I have just messed up. I have missed it. I know I've been there. Mm -hmm. But there is a actual, I believe, a spirit call, a call going out in the spirit to come up higher, to repent of what you need to repent of. Right. This is the time. Examine yourself. What needs to go at what attitudes? Right. You know, what what bitterness or unforgiveness or or what uh, addictions or whatever right. it may be. And this, I believe, too, Lisa, is a great time of being delivered from it. Right. You know, not just repenting. Right. But being delivered and that the Spirit of God is inviting you into that place so that He can do these things in you. Not Yes, He wants to have fellowship and yes. communion with you, but He also wants to do for you what you can't do for yourself. Right. He, he wants to bring His power to this meeting with you. This yeah. appointment with God Hallelujah. is because he's got some things to equip you with for this next season. Yeah. He wants to lift some of the things that you've carried that you didn't need to carry. Come on. And he wants to impart to you the things that are gonna see you through this next season till mm -hmm. your next great meeting with mm -hmm. him. We have a lot on our plates every day, but if we will lay aside, just lay aside the time to be with him. Mm -hmm. And you, some of us, we, we can't lay aside a whole week. We've got to get the kids to school by 7.30 and pick them up at 3.30 and there's football practice. But we can carve out some time where we say, you know, I'm just going to leave this space for the Lord to meet with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those meetings with God are so important yeah. to keep us on the track that he has for us. I mean, he's written in heaven. There are books written about who we are and what we're called to be mm -hmm. and what we're called to do. And I don't want to miss that destiny. So meeting right. with him in the appointments, and it can be very simple, mm -hmm. just pulling away with him for a day or for a couple of hours, meeting with God in that way mm -hmm. is the equipping that we need to see us through and to lay down what he doesn't want attached to us that we can't drag into the next season of victory in our That's life. That's good. And it's not a matter of, you better come meet with me. No. It's not a works thing or check it off or if no. you don't do it, you know, it is an invitation. Invitation. With the King of Kings. Right. If the president invited you mm -hmm. to meet with him a couple of times a year, you would move heaven and earth mm -hmm. to get to those meetings. Right. And God has invited us mm -hmm. to meet with him at what he calls the Moedim of the Lord, not of the Jews, but of the Lord, mm -hmm. to just meet with him and be joyful. Yeah. What does that look like <laughs> to be joyful? I mean, so many of us are walking around uh, with our dread list and with everything that's gone wrong. We've seen it all in the news and right. there's, there's the list of things against us. But we need to be clothed in garments of praise in this season. We need the good report. Philippians 4, 4 through 9, it says, focus on whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report. Focus on these mm -hmm. things. We're to speak on those things. And God's mm -hmm. people, we're coming into a season right now, and we'll go into that in just a little while, but we are the mouthpiece of God. Mm -hmm. And this uh, this is 5782, the, the Hebrew New Year started yesterday, the year 5782. And so we are in the decade eight of pay. Mm -hmm. And when you look at that on the, uh, in the Hebrew alphabet, that 80 um, is attributed to the mouth, that pay, the letter pay, 
is a mouth. It, mm -hmm. And we are in the decade of the mouth, and it was 5781, Aleph. Yeah. God is the Alpha, so Aleph, but also the A is silent in their alphabet. And so God has kind of been silent, but we are coming into a place where it's 5782. And that two is the picture of a tent um, or a, a house, Bet. You think about Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. We are the habitation of God. Mm -hmm. And the, His words have to be coming out of our mouth now. I mean, we are been, we've been in some on-the-job training. Mm -hmm. If you say you're tired mm -hmm. and you say it all day long, you're going to be more tired than you've ever been. But you if should you tell that story. <laughs> I, went, tell me. I, went, I went to San Antonio uh, on a Monday to get groceries, and um, I told my husband on the way, boy, I am exhausted. I'm utterly exhausted. And I told a couple of other people, boy, I'm utterly exhausted. And then I was in Sam's, and there was this beautiful, older, she was old, mm -hmm. black woman with these spirals hanging all out of her head. And I, we sometimes think our idle words are cute or funny. And so I told this complete stranger, Honey, I am so tired. It's only Monday and I'm pre-tired for the weekend. And she turned to me and she said, baby, you're not tired. You're reaping what you've sown. All day today, you have walked around saying, I'm so exhausted. You're reaping what you sowed. And you so prophesied I it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so then I had to write then, I, I'm repenting on the aisle at Sam's. I am repenting. Lord, I am so sorry. I plead the blood of Jesus over my words. <laughs> and this woman grabs my hand and spanks it. And she said, you watch your mouth, baby. You reap what you sow. There's power of life and death in your tongue. And then, the, then she disappeared. Now, there's only one exit or entrance at Sam's. And I looked for this beautiful person who had just dropped revelation of why I was so exhausted into mm -hmm. my lap. And she was nowhere to be found. It was a it was a wake up call from the Lord for me to watch what I say. And these are words I already know because I tell people all the time, you know, we will eat the fruit of our lips. Well, I was eating a very large harvest of utter exhaustion because mm -hmm. of what I had prophesied all day long. Yes, we're tired especially if you're post-COVID or post-chemo. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. But the truth, there is truth that trumps that fact. And that is that in my weakness, he is strong. Yeah, strong. Yeah. In my weakness, he is strong. Mm -hmm. And no weapon formed against me will prosper. Right. You know, and, and plagues will not come near me. Yeah. And the, the gates of hell do not prevail. What are the gates of hell? You're going to want to make sure that you're not walking in unconfessed sin. You're not practicing a sinful lifestyle because that's Satan has a right to come and go there. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to make sure that you're not carrying unforgiveness or a ledger balance against someone because it gives the enemy the right to come and go. Yeah. So closing those gates is important for your health. But what we say with our mouth is yeah. very key to how we're going to live out that day, what yeah. it's going to feel like mm -hmm. and what's going to be allowed to be in our bodies. Yeah, that is so good. So this is the uh, the, the decade of the, the mouth. mouth. Mm -hmm. And so in Hebrew, in their alphabet, in their letters, they they form pictorials, they form pictures, right? Right. So that's why she's saying it's a mouth. Right. The, the, the so letter pay also equals the number eight or yeah. 80. And, and it's a mouth. 
That's mm -hmm. the picture of a mouth. And so you look at those things. What is God saying in this year through the year being five, seven, eight, two? Mm -hmm. And the alphabet bet yeah. or the two, the number two, the B, bet or Bethlehem, the house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's a habitation. It looks like a it's house. It's a, a habitation. Mm -hmm. And this is a time where we are going to be inhabited by God uh, like never before. We will move in signs and wonders in this next season like never before. I believe but, that. But but that too also speaks to there are two ways to go here. Oh, yeah. There are two ways to go yeah. here. There's Cain and Abel. There's life and death. That's good. There's Jacob and Esau. There are two ways to go. There's Abraham and Lot. Mm -hmm. There are two directions to take. There's sheep and goats. Yeah. And it's going to be abundantly clear by the words of your mouth which side of that we are on. Mm. Are we on the side of life? Mm -hmm. Do we speak life over people? Do people encounter the life of Christ when they encounter us? Or do they encounter the death that seems to be taking place in this world? And I will I want to address that. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And of his of the increase of his government of peace, there shall be no end. And so that is something that we as God's children need to be proclaiming, no matter what the news says, no matter what we're seeing, of the increase of his government of peace, there shall be mm -hmm. no end. It yeah. means it's ever increasing. Yeah. His government of peace is ever increasing. That's good. That is something to celebrate. It That's is. something to celebrate because <laughs> the body of that. Christ <laughs> is ever increasing. Yeah. I mean, someone today is getting to know the Lord in a brand new way. And peace is taking over that human person. Mm -hmm. Another person is walking out in peace. Mm -hmm. The yeah. increase yeah. of his government. The government will rest on his shoulders. Well, if he's the head and we're the body, it rests on our shoulders. The government yeah, his government rests, and we can on us. govern by the words we speak, Amen. the things we pray, and and uh, you know I'm a part of a glow, and uh, something that they've really been teaching lately. Of course, I've I've been filled with the Holy Spirit with my heavenly language since I was twelve, and uh, so it's just like natural but supernatural for me just to pray in tongues. But uh, something that they've been really emphasizing is that our heavenly language or our tongues, the gift of tongues, is the governing language of heaven. Right. And when we pray in the Spirit, you know, uh, Acts talks about being filled with the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. with the evidence mm -hmm. of speaking in tongues. Then we, they, we are releasing life. We're releasing things in the Spirit. And uh, I'm reminding myself that sometimes I just need to, to pray in the Spirit. Mm-hmm when things are coming against me and when I want to say other things. Right. Because, you know, we can be pushed. Give my tongue to the Lord. <laughs> yes, Lord. Hand my tongue over to the Lord yes. in, in those moments of utter frustration, mm -hmm. of, uh, of confusion, you know, of sickness. Yep. Let, let him take my yeah. tongue. Yeah. Sometimes uh, I fail in that. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we have to repent. Right. We repent, get back up. You know what I mean? And, but allowing your tongue to be um, to not be a tool in the hand of the enemy but right. to be a governing force I think think is so important especially since we are in the time of the mouth mm -hmm. it couldn't be more clear mm -hmm. it couldn't be more clear how well and the word is very clear you know the power of life and death is in the tongue and mm -hmm. those that love it will eat the fruit thereof mm -hmm. and it's okay to love 
my tongue. Mm -hmm. If my tongue is submitted to the Lord and it's going to be bringing forth life. Yeah. That's absolutely beautiful. That reminded me, you praying in the spirit uh, and frustration reminded me of when we are on a mission trip and um, manna uh, had something frustrating happen to her. So she just began to, she's my daughter mm -hmm. and we were on a mission trip in Nicaragua. She began to just speak in tongues. And one of the other people said, you know, you can't, you can't use it as cuss words. <laughs> and she said, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm just turning over where cuss words would fit yeah. to the Holy Spirit to take this, so you know? Good. Yes. I love that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's powerful. You can't use it as cuss words. No, I can, I can hand my tongue over to God yeah. where cuss words would naturally come out. Mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know? And I think that that's beautiful. Yeah. You know? Well, and isn't it so awesome that the word of God is so practical? Spiritual things are really practical. Absolutely. You know, we need to apply them just like we're talking about the feast, you know, mm -hmm. and they're practical. We can, um, God is speaking to us specifically. I know he is me uh, about this time of Rosh Hashanah, the 10 days of awe mm -hmm. and uh, to 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 get in agreement in the flow with what he's right. doing. Right. To come into agreement with his ways and his word mm -hmm. and what he wants in this next season for, for us specifically yes. for, for personally yes personally and also and in the body mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. how, how do we reach out to one another how do we tear down dividing lines how do we daily lay down every offense because yeah. the enemy will bring the record of wrongs in other people mm -hmm. and the lord wants us to be operating jesus prayed father let them be one, even as you and I are one. Unity is a very precious, precious thing to the Lord. Mm -hmm. It was his last prayer before he gave up his life for us. Make them one. Mm -hmm. But we have all these dividing lines of denomination. And then we have all of these camps of the prophetic. Well, I, I don't listen to Dutch sheets. Well, I don't listen to so-and-so. Well, I don't listen to, you know, we need to lay down the lines of the camp. This is a feast. We are at a feast. In America, this is a feast. You can have 10 kinds of pickles and you can have a hundred different prophets coming across your television because we are wealthy. Mm -hmm. But you enjoy the feast and spit out the bones. If yeah. it doesn't apply to you, love that person. Right. But where you don't line up with them theologically, lay that aside. Let the blood cover that. That's not, that's not our business. The Lord will sort those things out. And the truth is, a hand doesn't look like a foot. Mm -hmm. God created those differences in those people for a specific reason. So we can walk in unity without conformity. Amen. Amen. That's a good word. Well, I'll tell you what, we are down to the, are. the first half being done. And we're going to come right back, so don't go anywhere. But I want to invite you to call our prayer line at 866-241-0579. And we have anointed, trained prayer ministers that will pray with you. And you can go to my website, lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. There's tons and tons of free resources for you that I believe will minister to you and will encourage you. And that's why we do it. So you can go to lueda.org. And also, um, we want, I want to remind you about our conference coming up, Fire and Glory Conference. I'm so excited. I believe God's going to do some amazing mm -hmm. things. Uh, I, it's such a, a joy to me to think about it and to see, okay, what do, what do you want to do, Daddy? What do you another want to do? What do you want to do? Another appointment. So we will be right back in just a moment. Don't you go anywhere. <laughs> 